Hello and welcome to the Tips and Nits podcast with Sia and Pip. Because sometimes our friends do let us knit drunk. Welcome to episode 7, Indie Brew Yarn Call 2016. Woohoo! In this episode, we've got our usual drinks and stuff for you. We'll talk about what we've been knitting and then we'll get to the other knitting event of the year, the Yarn Crawl. Yay! Pip, what are you drinking? Today I am drinking very, very classy Tesco's own Cabernet Sauvignon, which is apparently a product of Spain. It has a very nice horse on the front, so it looks quite classy. <laughs> you went for the horse, right? Yeah. I looked at the label and I was like, that one looks interesting. Oh, okay, it's Tesco's. This one is a fruity and smooth red wine full of ripe, juicy red berry flavours, and apparently goes with tomato-based pasta or roasts, like most other red wines. So naturally we've been having it with popcorn. Yeah. Sweet popcorn, of course. <laughs> How does it go with the popcorn? It's fine. I, yeah. I am not a picky person, so, you know, mm. I don't have a refined palate. I'm, <laughs> I like popcorn, I like wine. Mm. I don't really see anything wrong with the two of them being together. Mm. But it is quite a nice wine. I, um, I think the first thing that I said when I tasted it was, ooh. You know? Yeah, there, there was an audible ooh. So you think of Tesco's and you think, well, you know, mm, Tesco's. But actually, it's quite nice. Mm. I'll probably buy it again in the future. That's good. It's fairly cheap as well, so thumbs up from cool. me. Well, maybe we should perhaps think about doing a supermarket-owned brand report at some point. Well, that's a good um, idea. There was a thing in online this week that I saw on someone's Facebook, and it was The Guardian rating supermarket-owned brand tea bags. Oh. So maybe we could do the grown-up version. Yes. Well, I know that apparently Aldi does amazing wine because my grandparents-in-law... Uh-huh. They are wine connoisseurs and they love wine from Aldi. So, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Okay, good plan. What have you been drinking today, Sia? Okay, so I couldn't actually be bothered to go out and buy my alcohol, so I asked Pip to do it this time. That way we didn't spend ten minutes deciding. Yeah, and also so that if I don't like it, it's Pip's fault, not mine. Hey. You're welcome. And Pip got me another Brewdog offering. This is the Punk IPA Postmodern Classic and really helpfully again they've not described it on the label so i googled it before the podcast started and it claims to be hints of pineapple lychee and grapefruit with a bit of twist and what would you say about that it definitely smells of tropical fruit Mm -hmm. and i like grapefruit i like pineapple i love lychees so theoretically you're onto a winner but then you taste it and it does kind of taste quite fruity to start off with and then it gets really heavy and acidic and it just coats the inside of your mouth and then it tastes of nothing. And a bit bitter as well. Yeah, the bitter thing I'm, I'm getting used to, but mostly it just tastes of nothing. Fun. See, because it, it smells like lilt. Yeah, it does actually. It's like the beer equivalent of lilt. But it's just disappointing that you're not getting any real flavour from it. Yeah... It seems to be the last two beers have promised a lot in their smell. Yeah. And not delivered. Pretty much. I'm disappointed because I hear a lot of good things about Brewdog and because there's a Brewdog local to us, I feel that, you know, I should totally buy their drinks and support them and go out and enjoy it. And then I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think the lesson learned here is that I should stick to gin. Hmm. Or just possibly drink something else. Yeah. I got on all right with Newkey Brown. Newcastle Brown is all right. But that wasn't podcast related, so that doesn't count. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. Let's do on and off the needles. So, Sia, what have you 
cast off since we last spoke? Since we last spoke, I have managed to cast off my Cascadian shawl. It's so pretty. That's a lot of alliteration there as well. That is a pattern by the lovely KM Bedigan. And it's a two-colour shawl with some very, very pretty slip stitches. It is ridiculously simple. It looks super, super fancy. And it is the easiest thing to knit ever. And it's quite satisfying, like, unravelling the yarn overs as you're doing extended yarn overs. I knit that using some Rusty Ferret doll base in the Eldritch colourway. And my contrast colour was some Madeline Tosh sock yarn in the London Cosmopolitan colourway. And yeah, it's a very good fun shawl to knit. I very much recommend it. It looks yeah. gorgeous. And Thank the colours that you've chosen are beautiful. They are rather pretty. So I agree. <laughs> so I've done it in a nice bright purple and then a coral colour, so... It is very, very bright and summery. It's gorgeous. Why, thank you. And then the other shawl that I've cast off is a Byatt shawl, which is a Carrie Westerman pattern. And I was very lucky to win a skein of Rusty Ferret Wink 4-ply from the Amazing Knit British podcast. So I used that as my main colour, and it is pink and purple and glittery and amazing. So beautiful. And then my contrast colour was some of the yarn that I got at Edinburgh Yarn Fest, and that was some La Bien Merino singles in the Pinku Graffiti colourway. That's a great and name. It is an amazing name. And it is like neon pink with little bits of orange and purple through it. And again, when combined with the Rusty Ferret yarn, it is the girliest thing I have ever knit. And it's lovely and it's really <laughs> eye-catching. Yeah, it is super bright. You've had a lot of compliments on it. I have. I'm very, very fortunate and I'm very proud of it. And I feel like a sparkle princess when I wear it. You are a sparkle princess. <laughs> which is the abs- which is the goal. It's the dream. Absolutely. Uh, but I now kind of feel that this is going to be my knitting masterpiece and I'm not going to be able to knit anything as fabulous and stereotypically girly or neon ever again. It's like, it looks like something a superhero would wear. Yeah, I was kind of feeling the whole sort of like magical girls thing, like yeah. Sailor Moon and Zodiac Star Force and stuff. Yeah. When I was knitting it and... When I wear it, I do kind of think that I should be running around, like, saving the world in, like, a little, like, princess uniform or something. Excellent. But unfortunately, I'm not, so that's the dream kind of shattered. But it's a, it's an amazing pattern to knit, as everybody should already know. You have joined yeah. the <laughs> ranks of the Bayad Knitters. Yes. Because, I mean, I've had the pattern since it came out last year, the year before. And I've just been waiting for the perfect yarns for it. And then they came along, and all is well in my world. And I get to prance around wearing it. Yeah, And it's great. You wouldn't know that I've only had three sips of that beer. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Pip, what have you got off your needles? What have you finished? Okay, so I have finished my Francis herself. It's huge. It is huge. It's I... even bigger than the Byatt shawl, yeah. which I didn't think could be possible. I-, I went to block it, and I was like, how does this keep getting bigger? But it's gorgeous and I love it and it's warm, but it's not mm. too warm. So, so I can bouncy. wear it. It's super bouncy. It's really iridescent. It's beautiful. Got lots of compliments on it when I wore it to Indie Bar Yarn yes, Crawl. Yes, rightly so. And I just love it and I want to wrap it around me and never take it off. And it's just so good because it's so big that you can mm. do so much with it. You can wear it right around your shoulders or you can wear it like a neckerchief. You can. It's just fantastic. It's I love very. It. It's a very versatile shawl. I am glad to have it finished though. And I'm really glad it wasn't a Pico bind off like Bayat was because I think I might have actually had a bit of a breakdown at that point. But yeah, I like the look of a Pico bind off and it's one of those things where you sit down to do it and you're like, yes, Pico bind off, that is beautiful. And then you get halfway through it and you think, Why? my life is never going to end. Why? I might die in the middle of this cast off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then you finish it and then everything's fine. Yeah. 
once it's finished, you're like, I'm glad I did that. Yeah. But during the point, you're just like, why? I have also cast off two hats. Indeed you have. They are variations of the same hat that I have designed. I feel designed is a bit of a strong word. I I found a stitch pattern (laughs) in a stitch dictionary and I was like, I like that. I'm going to turn that into a hat. So I did. That's Um, pretty much designing because you could have turned it into any sort of thing. It could have been mittens. It could have been a shawl. could have been knitted pants. And I had to like design a crown for it. So, you know, I can, I can be happy that I've managed to do that at least. Yeah. So you've done all the measurements, the numbers. Yeah, so just need to get some pictures, need to write up the actual pattern, and then it'll be up on Ravelry. So mm-hmm. hopefully within the next couple of weeks, you should check the Ravelry pattern archive for Horseshoe Grove. And yeah. It'll be there and it'll be amazing. Yeah, and there'll and... be pictures of me. Ugh. Yep, and you should probably tell everyone what yarn you've been using as well because you've done it in two very different yarns. They've Ooh. got very different qualities to them. But Yes, yeah, so the original yarn that actually inspired me, I had a skein of Tamar that I mentioned I bought at Edinburgh Yarn Festival mm-hmm. in the Withybrook colourway, and I didn't really know what to do with it. And I didn't want to make something small and insignificant that I would never really wear, mm. but it's just such a gorgeous yarn and so I decided I was going to make a hat from it and when I found that particular stitch I was like this is it this is the hat this is mm. this is the this is the yarn this is the stitch and I'm going to make a hat and it's amazing it looks like moss on the side of an old building or it reminds me of like fir trees mm. and a dusky kind of fir tree yeah. grove with maybe a little stream running through it the yarn just does all of the work it's absolutely yeah. gorgeous. It's rustic. It's sheepy. It's got an amazing halo. Yes. And I, it just feels, mm. every time, it just feels softer and softer. So it's the Tamar yarn mm. and it, from Blacker Yarns, and it's just gorgeous. I got to try the hat on, and it fits beautifully. The Tamar sample that Pip's done is really, really soft and bouncy, and it's so slouchy and... I think you guys are going to like the design when it comes out and I also think if you've not knit with it already you'll also really enjoy the Tamar. Yeah. But you've also done a smaller sample as well, haven't you? I have. I've done a more fitted hat using some leftover Easy Knits Deeply Wicked in the Queenie colourway which is leftover from when I did my Tesserae shawl by K.M. Bedigan. And the pattern looks very different. Mm. It's... It's a pure merino. Was it merino nylon? It's super wash merino. Yeah. And... It fits really well. And the great thing about this pattern as well is that you can customise its depth. It's a four row repeat. You can also customise its width or circumference, I guess, because it's a, it's a 12 stitch repeat. So it's very customisable. You can make it into different shapes, different sizes. You can choose how long you want the ribbing to be. You know, so really it's quite customisable. So I've got a very big head. <laughs> so I always have to make the largest size hat. So... The, the, the sizes that I've knitted in are fit to me, but it's very easy to make it smaller, to make it narrower, to make it shorter. And I'll be putting instructions on how to do that in the actual pattern itself. Exciting! Yeah, so I just need to block the Easy Knits one, but even unblocked, it's quite pretty because it makes yeah. these like ridges and kind of valleys. Mm, you've got a nice texture to it, but you've still got stitch definition to it. Yeah, so... so yeah, it excited. works up very nicely in both yarns, so I think it's quite a versatile pattern that you've come up with. Yeah, I'm quite excited about putting it up. Check Ravelry in a couple of weeks and hopefully it'll be up there.
Sia, what mm-hmm. have you got on the needles? On the needles at the moment, I'm still plugging away at my three cliffs shawl. Mm-hmm. I can't remember how much I'd got done last podcast, but I'm on to sort of like section three, maybe? I can't remember. It's still on the naughty step. It has come out every now and again, and I have done a couple of rows, but I just hate purling so much. It does look pretty, though. It does look pretty. I'm very Again, I'm very pleased with it, and I like the bright colour. And I know I'll wear it a lot when it's finished. It's just getting to the finish point. Mm-hmm. And then I have started a very special shawl mm-hmm. using a skein of Tame yarn as well. Unfortunately, I can't remember the colourway, but it's a lovely turquoisey colour. Mm-hmm. Like a tealy turquoisey blue-green colour. And my... Well, I say my. Our friend Leia is getting married in November, which is very Yay. exciting. And I said that I would knit her a wedding shawl for it. So... I'm knitting her the Afternoon Tea Shawl by Helen Stewart. It's originally a free pattern on Nitty.com. However, I think she's also done an updated version, so there's instructions on making it larger, things like that. So I very much recommend it. I'm on about row 59 or so of the lace, and it's really simple. It's a very, very nice lacy number, and with the Tamar, it becomes a lovely frothy sort of texture. Mm -hmm. And having seen Pip's... Having seen Pip's hat knit up with the lace and things, I know that the shawl's going to look quite quite good. So I'm very excited to see how that turns out. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I would say is I've, I'm quite a tight knitter, so I've actually gone up to a 5mm needle. Mm-hmm. And it's actually working for me, but it's making the lace huge and stretchy. Oh, lovely. So I think it means that Leia's going to have a very nice big shawl by the time I'm done. Yeah. Good for wrapping around yes. yourself in November coldness in Scotland. Exactly. And again, like Pip, I'm really enjoying how the yarn knits up. It's just such a gorgeous yarn to work it's with. It's so nice to work with. It gets softer and softer. The only thing I would say is it sheds like crazy when you're winding it. Yes. I made the mistake of doing it when I was wearing a black cotton dress. No. <laughs> and I wound up covered in fibre. However, don't be put off by that. It's fine. And it doesn't shed when you're knitting. No. It's just when you're winding it for some reason. But no, it's it's an absolute joy to knit with and I can't wait to finish it and potentially get more for myself and knit something then. Yes. Yeah, that's what I have on the needles at the moment as well. Excellent. We should probably talk about what Pip's got on the needles. So I only have one whip as of today. Yeah, <gasps> Pip's being good. I have an hour mirror. So I have an hour mirror on the needles mm. from the Neighbourhood Sheep Society last instalment. It's going slowly it's kind Mm. of my pattern to knit when i don't have other things to knit or when i really just need to not be con you know when i've got something else to concentrate on like for instance game of thrones (laughs) it's just the triangle i know that when i get past the initial triangle that i'll be quicker at it Mm. because it'll be a bit more interesting but the initial triangle is just a bit like (sighs) you say that but it's nice garter stitch so i'd imagine it's a quite meditative thing to do yeah it's it's just the remembering to yarn over at the start uh, and then do the knit front and back at the end and it you know it's not tricky at all it's just i think i'll be more interested in it when i get to the when i get to the border it's kind of a hap kind of construction by claire divine by claire divine but i'm just i will get there i'm just you know pottering on in the background with that one it's kind of my background whip that's not a bad thing to have no but i know it's going to be amazing when i finish it i Mm. saw a few people at indieborough with it on yes. and it looks beautiful so i know when i get there it'll be glorious exactly and it's just getting there at the moment a little bit like your three cliffs it's just a little bit chudgy yeah but once i get to knitting the border of it i'll be fine i think exactly yeah so i look forward to seeing that at the next indie yarn crawl 
Yes. You can wear it then. Yes. <laughs> totally have it done if by If I'm then. not wearing my new hap. Ah, uh, yes. Mm. Pip and I both got hold of the Book of Haps. And we'll talk a bit more about yes. that later. We will. It'll probably even be an entirely different episode. However, someone was just itching to cast something on. Yeah, well, my yarn should arrive tomorrow. Uh-huh. So that will be my new On the Needles will be a Hapisk by Helena Magnuson. I can't wait. But <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Absolutely. Next time. Yes. Now, we've mentioned it a few times already, so we should perhaps get to the real crux of this episode, and that is this year's Indie Brewery Yarn Crawl. It was fab. Yeah. For those of you that aren't aware, it's an annual yarn crawl that takes place in Edinburgh. And it's organised by Jess of Ginger's Twist Studios with the lovely assistance of Cathy from Cathy's Knits and May of Be Inspired Fibres. It's in its third year now and it just keeps getting bigger and better. It's fabulous. Yeah. We had a fantastic time. Lots of people, lots of yarn, Mm -hmm. lots of giggles and excitement. Mm. This year it was obviously both of us, both us troublemakers, as well as Heather who we met at the Edinburgh Yarn Festival episode. And I like to call him my long-suffering husband, Sam. He made lots of noises about being a bit like, okay, I'll drive you to Edinburgh. And mm. I'll drive you between the shops and it'll be okay. Moo, moo, moo. What not everyone knows about Sam is mm. that he knits as well. He's, Just a tad. He's an amazing knitter. He is fearless. He is. It's actually kind of scary. Yeah. And he was doing all the, oh, well, you know, it'll be fine. Moo, moo, moo. And then he got there and he was like, oh, yeah, okay, this is okay. And by the end of it, he was like, I've had such a good day. This has been amazing. I'm having mm-hmm. a really good time. He bought yarn at each and every one of the venues. He did, actually. So, actually, he had a really good time. So, I joke about him being the long-suffering husband, but... I think it's more just that that's an act he puts on in order for me to feel to, for me to feel guilty and buy him more yarn. That's true because you actually bought him the most expensive skein of yarn that he got yes. the weekend, didn't you? Yes. You know that we'd we'd agreed that the tax for him driving us everywhere mm. would be a skein of yarn that I would buy him. Just so happened to be the most expensive skein of yarn any of us bought. Yeah. <sighs> oh well. He's a savvy one, that husband. Yeah, he is. <laughs> less long-suffering and more savvy with yarn husband <laughs> we should probably tell you guys where we started what we did so we decided initially that we were going to start off at ginger twist then we figured going with the experience of last year lots of people would probably start there and it would possibly be a little bit hectic both oh. for customers but also for poor jess who'd probably be running the ship on her own also parking also parking so instead we decided to start all the way out in Be Inspired Fibres. Yes. So we parked on the other side of the meadows because it was really difficult to find somewhere mm. to park and we walked through the meadows, which was a lovely beginning to our morning. It was a lovely experience, mm-hmm. especially the joggers and the massive inflatable things that were part of the 5k going on that Yeah, weekend. there was a crazy gung-ho 5k. So we walked right through the middle of that and we found ourselves at Be Inspired at about Ten past ten? Yeah, we weren't the first through the door. We weren't the first, no. We did run into a couple of friends while we yes, were there. Yes, we ran into James and Lisa, and it was very nice to see them. So, hi, yes. James and Lisa. Hello. I'm waving, you can't see it, but I waved. <laughs> we were there for about an hour. Yeah. Maybe about 45 minutes. We got chatting and we also got squishing. Yes. So there's, much squishing. Oh, there's so much to squish in that shop. It's amazing. I think they've actually got more yarn and things 
since last year so mm-hmm. it's an even wider stock range mm-hmm. which is absolutely fatal yes so i was quite restrained and i only bought two skeins of yarn at be inspired i got two skeins of a yarn from north ronaldsey which is surprisingly north ronaldsey yarn Nah. Um, I got some in just the natural white and I got mm. some in na- natural brown and I figured I'm probably gonna make some kind of lovely colour work wrap thing. We've got about 500 yeah. metres between the two of them. And they um, are so lovely and soft. Oh. They are easily the softest North Ronaldsy I've ever come across. Yeah, I mean, I, I know I'm interested in North Ronaldsy mm. because of Neighbourhood Sheep Society yeah. mittens, which are made of North Ronaldsy, which initially I was like, oh, mm. uh, a bit kempy. And then when you wear them a couple of times, they soften up and they are so beautiful and soft and warm. And I was like, oh, North Ronaldsy. And I touched it and I was like, wow, this yeah. is so soft. Yeah, Pip had barely got through the door. Yeah. And she grabbed them. I was like, mine, mine please, now. Yep. So that will become some kind mm. of lovely colour work, big yes. wall, big cowl or a shawl or something. I think it'd make a really nice big wrap. Yeah, big wrap. Big mm, wrap. Lovely. Maybe yeah. maybe chevrons. Ooh, chevrons. Can't go wrong with chevrons. No. But it was glorious. Be Inspired was also where Sam managed to get his skein of yarn from me. Yep. He did manage to get himself a big skein of wall miser. Got good taste in yarn, you can't knock it. He does. He always told me I will be the kind of knitter and I will buy my yarn for a project and I will do that project and then I will buy more yarn. So he picked up the skein and he was like, I have no idea what I'm going to do with this, but I need it. <laughs> yep. I think as Stephen West would say, baby, you're a knitter. <laughs> Sam is a knitter now. Yes. He's one of us. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, Sia, what did you pick up? I went in having forgotten that a couple of weeks previously I'd been stalking the shop's Instagram feed and noticed that there was some Hedgehog Fibres yarn there now. Ooh-hoo. And as we established at Edinburgh Yarn Festival, I have a little bit of a Hedgehog Fibres problem. Mm. And they had a skein of the Merino Singles 4-ply in the teacup colourway. Lovely. Which is a nice natural colour with lots of pink and brown and blue and purple speckles on it. And I've wanted it for ages, and James kindly enabled me into buying it. He's a master enabler. I think it's just him getting his own back for all the times I enabled him <laughs> when I used to work in a yarn shop. So he learned from the master, is what you're saying? Not necessarily. I think he's just getting his own back. <laughs> I wouldn't say that I'm a master at all. <laughs> and then, because it w- it kind of went with it, I decided to get a sock mini as well in the jelly colourway, which is a beautiful bright neon pink colourway. So bright. So bright. And I have no idea what these things are going to be at all. They look pretty. Yeah, I I did at the time say, oh, this will be a shawl and this will be the edging. Mm. I was lying. (laughs) I have absolutely no idea what they're going to be. But they might get used together. They might not. Mm -hmm. Or they might just stay in my stash so I can pet them and look at how pretty they are. Yay. Which is quite likely, to be fair. That's a totally valid reason Mm. for having yarn. Absolutely. That was basically us in Be Inspired. There was a lot of running around and a lot of squishing. Lots of lovely conversation. And eyeing up all of the Madeline Tosh. Yes. Love Madeline Tosh. So gorgeous. Maybe next time. Maybe. And after that, we then moved on to Cathy's. Yes, where Sam was a parking ninja and got us right outside. It was great. It was amazing. We had, like, what, five feet between there and the door, if that? It was wonderful. And as soon as we got out the car, we hear, Hello! And we actually ran into Louise Scully of the Knit British British. Podcast. So we got to have a really lovely chat with Louise, which is always fantastic. We love Louise. Louise is amazing. She's so lovely. Yes. 
and we got to admire her fantastic Talavera top, which is designed by the lovely Amanda B. Collins, Alpen Panda. Yes. And Louise's is this beautiful green colour. So, so nice. I don't normally knit garments, really, and I never thought I'd ever knit a lace t-shirt or anything like that, but I have got my eye on one. Yes. I feel that I need one in my life, having seen so many in the wild now. Yes. Kathy's Knits. Yes. Was rammed. Yeah, it was shocker. We got there about quarter past eleven. Something like that. I think lots of people had decided it was going to be the second shop mm-hmm. on their crawl. So also, lots of us arrived at the same time. <laughs> it also probably didn't help that mm. Kate Davies started signing the hat books at yes. eleven o'clock. So everyone else kind of, you know, was looking around and I was like, I must get my signing. Now my hat book didn't arrive in time for me to get it signed but they did have some bookmarks mm. so i got it signed by jen and kate and lucy haig as well lucy haig and gudrun johnson was there as well and it was great because you walk into the back room and motor die two huge motor dies one in the smaller size one in the big size are up on their blocking mat or the big blocking frames and yes. that is when you really suddenly are like whoa they are huge. That is a Shetland hap. Like, wow. They are beautiful. And I remember seeing the pants come out on Rav and thinking, 2,000 yards of yarn, that is a lot. I wonder mm-hmm. what that looks like. Yeah. Now I know. It's pretty much the size of a double bed. And Sam wasn't really that interested in the hat book because I've been going on and I'm being like, mm. the hat book is coming, the hat book is coming. And he was a bit like, and he walked in and he saw these on their blocking frames and he was like, wow. He gets it now. So I imagine that once he's finished his current project, he's going to want to make one of those. I can totally see it already. I saw it in his eyes. Yeah. And he also probably wants an excuse to make one of those adjustable frames. I think I think the frame's possibly the main appeal for Sam there. I can yes. see him wanting to do a bit of DIY there. Yes. And you're not going to complain, are you? <laughs> so Sam picked up some yarn. He picked up yes. a skein of the... Easy Knits, Big Boy, in a nice, bright, vibrant orange colourway. Woo! Yes. And I picked up a set of the Big Boy Cakes in the Splasher colourway, which is 70% X more blue face, 20% alpaca, and 10% nylon. I'm really excited. And they're very pip colours, going from a bright yes. yellow all the way to a nice tealy blue. Yes, with lots of green in between. Yes. They make um, a very nice brioche object, mm, actually, as yes, well. Yes, lovely. So I was very pleased with my purchase there. Mm. And that was kind of yeah. what that's kind of what we got up to at Kathy's. It was yes. really, really busy. So yeah. I think it was a case of it was so busy mm-hmm. that you, you were a bit just like, all right, I'll get, I'll get what I want, and then we'll get out because it's really cramped. But it was great. It was great. As Pip said, it was quite busy, and I had my usual black shoulder bag on, so I didn't really mm-hmm. want to sort of delve in anywhere lest I smack anyone with my bag accidentally or anything like that. Yes, yeah, so I was wearing my backpack, which um, is not a good idea. Normally, when I do go to Kathy's, it's a lot quieter because I tend to visit when I go over to see Kirsten so I imagine at some point I'll probably go back and grab a couple of the things that I didn't have a chance to get yeah. on Saturday but Kathy's is a lovely shop mm-hmm. and it's so nice seeing all the samples hanging oh everywhere. my goodness Lucy so Haig yes. Lucy Haig's new blanket pattern with the squares that have the Celtic knot oh, oh my beautiful. goodness it is stunning stunning I was very jealous of the people sitting on the couch next to it yes again Sam's eyes lit up Oh, he'll have that knit up in about five minutes. He has no fear with cables. No, no fear. After Kathy's, obviously, we then went on to Ginger's. S- with a stop 
on the way at Manor House Bakery because we were really hungry. Yeah, we had to refuel. Yes. Very well recommended. Oh, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I had chocolate fudge cake. I you do a- not separate me from chocolate fudge cake. And it was the best. I had a lovely fruit scone with jam. It's very good. It's very good. Yeah, if you're passing, absolutely go visit Manor House. It's just around the corner from Ginger. And everything is delicious. Yes, everything. It's gorgeous. Mm. At some point, I think we do have to try the sandwiches and things and mm-hmm. have proper lunch, though, because mm-hmm. obviously last time we had breakfast and this time we had cake. Yes. So we should probably have proper lunch <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <this> time. <laughs> Pretend that we're not children and actually be grown-ups and do yes. the whole, like, you know, balanced meal, sandwiches. Yes, definitely. Because they look delicious. And then we cleaned the crumbs off our fingers mm-hmm. and headed around the corner to Ginger's, where we were actually really lucky because we must have got there in a lull. We must have just about missed a rush because it was actually quite quiet. Yeah. I um, think we got there about half twelve? No. Half twelve, one o'clock-ish? No, I think... I think we got there about 12 o'clock-ish. And, oh, yes, I just love Ginger's shop. Mm -hmm. Walking into Ginger's shop is like walking into heaven in yarn form. It's the fact that as soon as you're in, you've got all of the beautiful hand eyes Mm -hmm. on the left and you just want to go in and smush them all because they're so pretty. Yes. It's like being in a sweet shop with yarn. Yes. And Sam had never been. Oh, my gosh, no. So he walked in and he was like, so he spent ages mm. kind of touching all the different yeah. hand dyes and be like, which one do I want? Mm. Which one do I want? Before he settled on a gorgeous yeah. blue. Heather was the same. Heather hadn't actually visited the store in person mm-hmm. before, so I think she had a similar experience. It's like going into Aladdin's cave, to use yes. the popular cliche. Exactly. That's exactly yes. it. So I picked up a skein of Flumps Chunky in the Tink yes. colourway. I love the Tink colourway. I'm going to... Never would have guessed. going to probably make a chai... Yeah. I haven't made a chai from the tea mm. collection yet. Speaking of which, what else did you buy, Pip? I bought the in-print tea collection. Yes, so not only have I got a copy of the digital for myself, and I have bought many copies of the digital to send to my friends, mm-hmm. I finally have an in-print copy too. I love the tea collection. And it's a, lov- it's a lovely printed little book yes. as well. It's a little spiral-bound A5 kind of gorgeousness and it's all colour printed and paper lovely. So I think Mm. the tea collection will always hold a place in my heart because it was my first real set of knitting patterns that I was like, yes. This is, Mm. you know, these are my patterns that that these speak to me. Yes. You know. So I just I love it. I'm so glad Mm -hmm. I finally got a copy of it in my physical hands. Yep. And while Pip was getting very enthusiastic about the book, I found some of the special hand-dyed yarn for Mm -hmm. the yarn crawl in a nice little box just next to it. Yay! And I might have got a skein, by which I mean of course I did, because it's black and pink and purple. And those are just the the colours that I would quite happily dress in for the rest of my life if I could. They're pretty much everything, Sia. It was like Jess went, hmm, I need to design a yarn colourway. I'll make one for Sia. (laughs) I wish. So that was in the Bleating Velvet base, which is a Merino Cashmere Nylon base. Mm -hmm. And it is so soft. It's it's so fluffy. I think the velvet part of the name really, really hits the nail on the head. Definitely. And this year, not only did the lovely Cece Almond do a sock pattern, mm-hmm. but there was also a shawl designed by the lovely KM Bedigan. Yay! So Jess was giving away download codes with the yarn for both the shawl and socks. I have yet to decide which of them I'm going to knit because both of them are really, really sweet. Both yeah. have got a heart lace motif on them. 
which I think looks quite sweet. So, mm-hmm. at some point, both will be knit up. I don't know which the yarn is going to be, but either way, I see lots of heart lace in my future. Yay! Absolutely. And Jess was also giving away little lavender pouches as well with every purchase. It was so good. All of us put our lavender pouches in our wee tote bags and now all of our yarn smells like lavender. Oh, it's beautiful. I've since taken mine out and hung it above my bed. Oh, lovely. It should go in with my yarn, but I just love the smell of lavender so much. Mm -hmm. So thank you very much for those, Jess. Yes, thank you. And then the shopping fun didn't end there. No, 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 no. Along the road in the Safari Lounge, which was an amazing pub, by the way. Yeah, we've never been in, so mm. this was our chance. Oh my goodness, it was awesome. Um, down in the basement, there was a pop-up market. Yay! With even more vendors, with even more shiny things and smushy things for us to grab. And yes. lost over. So and there was... We did that. So there was KM Bedigan, there was Spun Plum, mm. there was Rainbow Wailing, Heirloom. Rusty Ferret, Queen of Queen Pearls. Queen of Pearls. Phileas Yarns. Mm-hmm. Uh, Java Pearl Designs. Yes, and I'm sure we're forgetting a couple of people, but it was it was so nice. It was really it was a lot of people packed into a, 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 small re- space. a relatively small space actually. So mm-hmm. it was quite impressive to see how many vendors were in there. Yes, and it was re- it was really good fun. We got to go say hi to Zoe. Mm-hmm. Um, we said hello to Leona as well. I purchased from Leona. Oh, did you? What did you buy, Pip? So I got a couple of skeins of the Rusty Ferret doll. So I got one in Deception, which is like this beautiful grey with kind of colour highlights to mm-hmm. it. And then I got one in Nurple. Which, which is the best name ever. Nurple, if anyone knew me when I was first acquiring Stash, they'd have been like, that is the most Pip yarn that ever yarned. Mm. It's purple and blue and it's crazy Green. and it's variegated and it's beautiful i have no idea what i'm gonna do with it but it's gorgeous and i was like i need this yarn yeah. i remember leona added it to the shop update a while back and i looked at it and thought now there's a pip yarn if ever i saw one yes so i am very excited it's finally with its rightful owner finally mm. finally yeah and leona also had some sock blanks Ooh. which are super cool they have ferret faces on them yeah they're so for sweet and the magic thing was she was showing the sample that she was knitting with with it and the ferret faces disappear yes so you don't necessarily have to worry about having gigantic ferret faces on your shawl or your socks or whatever unless you want them at which point i'm sure there's probably a way you can work out how to make the stitches and everything line up so that you do have the mm-hmm. ferret design which is a really cute little ferret anyway so, so cute and yeah the colors on there fantastic oh. so bright and cute and Leona's a good dyer. Yes. And she currently has a couple left on the website, I believe, at yes. the moment. Exclusive, never to be repeated. So yes. if you want one, go and get one. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they'll be gone forever. Okay. Yep. So while Pip was buying her nurple, which I love saying, it's the best word ever. Apart from gusset. Gusset's a good word, which is why I quite like sock knitting. It's a satisfying word, gusset. So yes, while Pip was doing that, I went and had a good chat with KM Bedigan because Kirsten is a friend and she's fantastic and she has a new hat part now as well which is called Curvity Ooh. it is super cool I it's, saw that yeah, it's stockinette background with eyelets going around and it's shaped by short rows it is really clever so on the front it looks quite simple and you look at the back and it's just swirls of these eyelets Ooh. and hers is knit in some rainbow heirloom sweater and I happen to have some left over from Edinburgh Yarn Festival last year. So that is obviously in my queue at the moment. And I can't wait to knit it. It looks super fun. 
and I picked up a mini skein keyring from her. She yes. had lots of cute little mini skeins on keyrings, and frankly, everyone needs to carry something on with them at some point. So yeah, I got one too. Yeah. It's very pretty. It's like a purpley color. Mm. Mine's a rainbow. It's so bright. <laughs> and I then wandered across the room to the rainbow heirloom stand, which was very very close. Mm-hmm. And I'd seen this bright neon highlighter pink skein of the merino base, and it sort of ended up being bought. Oh dear. I'm yeah, sure so, you're so upset by that. Absolutely. All of my yarn purchases this weekend have had pink in them in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> Which, on the one hand, I should be embarrassed about, but on the other hand, I don't care anymore. I look good in pink. Yes. And I'm a selfish knitter, so it's only natural, really, that I knit in bright pink. And mm. it, it, it was just. It was kind of like when you're in a crowded room. Like, you know, in How I Met Your Mother, when Ted first sees Robin for the first time and a light comes on behind her? Mm-hmm. It was like that, but with the yarn. Yeah, pretty much. Religious experience, almost. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell I've been watching How I Met Your Mother a lot lately? <laughs> so that's what I did while Pip was acquiring her Nurple and Deception. Yes, I also stood at Phileas Yarns holding a highlighter green oh, that was skein beautiful. of yarn while Sam rushed off and got some money out because he decided that he needed this in his life. He doesn't know what he's going to knit with it yet, again. <laughs> I'm sure he'll find Classic something knitter. in the tea collection. But he got mm-hmm. a highlighter green. Greener than our microphone. Yeah, and our microphone is pretty green. It is pretty green. At some point, we'll take a picture of it and we'll stick it on the blog for you guys to see. Yeah. Because it doesn't really look like a microphone. It kind of looks like a small alien device. Or, like... A giant green eyeball. Some kind of ice creamy weirdness. Yeah. Yeah. We also, on our way back up to go and hang out in the safari lounge at the back, um, passed the Edinburgh Yarn Festival stall and got... A fo- couple of photos in the photo booth. Yep, it was really well set up by Joe and Mika. Yes, and we also got... It was really cool. They're set, um, giving away hat patterns where the actual colour work chart was a card. Yes, so as Joe and Mika explained to us, you can either knit it yourself and then pass it along and, you know, deliver it via the card to someone, or you can just send it all alter them yourself as a gift mm-hmm. and be like here's this amazing hat pattern knit it enjoy yeah it's really so quirky it's, it's, cool. really, it's really cool and it was really nice to chat to them they yes. are gearing up for next year already we can't wait and they also had some little kits for the neckerchief yes. from the wall tribe book and mika had actually been back in the dye studio and she dyed up some of the yarn pony yes yarn for that so very exciting so nice so lovely beautiful colors and yeah, mm-hmm. so I hope to see more of that from Joe and Mika at some point. Yes. And then we just kind of hung out in Safari Lounge for a while yeah. and we chatted to people and we did some knitting Sing. and kind of wound down at that point. And then Sam had to drive us home. Mm. So we headed out, I think, somewhere around about the two o'clock mark. Yeah. But it was very nice to just hang out it and see fantastic. people and do some knitting and take photographs of our haul yes. between the four of us. Um, again, we'll stick that up on the blog for you guys to see. Yes, yarn hall of four people is quite impressive. It's quite mighty. And it's not the same level as Edinburgh Yarn Festival, but it's still impressive. It's getting there. Yeah. And we also had a fantastic car journey back, coming up with names for Pip's hats. Yes. We won't repeat some of the suggestions because they got a little bit ridiculous. No, but Sam is now thinking of a collection mm-hmm. that surrounds when you have pets and they don't do something that you like. What you might say at that point. So you know, yeah. if he starts designing, I'm done for. <laughs> He's going to eclipse me. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. Like, He's done, he's, you know, 
First thing he did when he started knitting was he tackled cables. straight away cables, then intarsia, sure. then then now he's doing this double knit shawl, and then he's like lace, and I'm like you're not allowed to do lace. Lace is my thing. He's not tried lace yet, has he? No. He's, he wants to though. Oh. And he's not allowed to because that's my thing. And if he's better at lace than I am, I'm gonna I'm gonna file for divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm not gonna oh. be pleased. Stay tuned for this, guys. I think this is going to be a never-ending saga at this point. Um, possibly a segment at the end called What's Sam Knitting to Annoy Pip? <laughs> or something a bit snappier. Yeah. Give us time to come up with that one. So, so yeah. That's pretty much what we got up to at yes. uh, Indie Bar Yarn Crawl. Yep, it was yep. really good. Can't wait for next yep. year. Huge thanks to Jess and everyone for organising yes. it and for such a fantastic event again. It was wonderful. Yeah. And then when I got home, Hap's book was waiting for me through the door. Yes, me too. Yes. So I didn't quite get it in time to get it signed, but I'm happy it's here. Yes. And oh, it's a beautiful book. Um, as we said, that will be ne- the subject of next episode, Woo-hoo. along with a few other things. Hopefully, at that point, I will have cast on, if not be fairly of the way through mm. one of them. Yes. And I've got an idea for another one. There's a hat salon going on in the Knit British forums on Ravelry. The Ravelry. There's also one on the Gen AC Knitwear. Okay. So you can double dip. And I believe there are prizes involved as well, potentially. Yes, and a lot of people are really interested yep. to see what birds are inspiring the nut tap too. Oh yes, that is a beautiful. So one. yeah, get your get mm. your yarn ordered, mm. get yourself into those groups, sign up for the knit along. I'm really excited. This is going to yep. be my first actual big group knit along. Exciting. Um, ordered my yarn for Hapisk. Should be arriving tomorrow. I'm probably going to cry because the thing is a blanket. It is huge. I was it's surprised that you went massive. for that one actually. But. I love it. Yeah. That was the that was mm. the one when it got posted that I was like, I need this book. See, Pip's been quite good and she's already thought of which one she wants to knit. I'm torn between about five of them. Well, I'm going to knit her pisk first. Yeah. And then I've got a lovely 10 to 12 hours of driving coming up one mm, weekend where I'm going to be sitting in the passenger seat going, oh, I'm so bored. So that'll yeah. be great because it's just got her stitch so I can just got her it along. Yeah. It'll be, but mm. then once I finish her pisk, I think I'm going to do the short hat. Fair but we'll have lots of discussion about yes, this next absolutely. episode. I will probably still be umming and ahhing over which one to cast on first because I love so many of them. They're so beautiful. I like the theme and variation. That would be a really good way to use up a skein of variegated yarn. Yes, absolutely. Pip's totally not planning that. Nope. Some of her purchases already. Totes not. I absolutely love Bristol Ivy's hat, the Harewood hat. Mm-hmm. And I've not done Intarsha in a couple of years because it drove me crazy. But I think I think that might see me dipping back into Intarsia. The hexahap um, is huge. Oh, that is huge. And I, also, I suspect that my mum's possibly going to want that one for Christmas. Well, you better start now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. So that's the book of haps, which we will definitely talk about at length in a future podcast. Mm-hmm. And whilst we're still talking about cool stuff, whilst we were at the Indie Brew Yarn Crawl, we were absolutely thrilled to run into Carrie Westerman. Yes. She lovely, lovely lady. Lovely, lovely Carrie. She was wearing a fantastic brand new cardigan that she's just finished. Mm-hmm. So looking forward to seeing that at some point maybe and certainly at the time of us recording this Carrie is sitting on a grand total of £19,393 on her Kickstarter £19,373 it just became it's actually just gone up we're actually watching it go up how cool is that she is literally £27 from doubling her target as we speak yep and it's got six days to go so if you guys haven't already backed it 
there is still time for you to do it please go and do it it's a fantastic project there's currently a blog tour going on at the moment so Carrie is talking to people such as Leona from Fluff and Woolly Wormhead I know she's also spoken to Shiny Beast yes about the project and she's been revealing things on her own blog as well so we've just found out what some of the yarns are going to be yes and yes ten designs three garments accessories it's going to be absolutely amazing i cannot wait yep it's gonna be glorious and it's just so lovely to see the outpouring of support that she's had from this community because if anyone deserves it she does it's carrie and it's amazing to finally be getting a book from her yes and we're gonna be getting book launches launches. not one but multiple book launches yep two one in the central belt of scotland one in london i think it would be yes and i think you should all go pledge go pledge there are currently 576 backers mm-hmm. I think I worked it out they're, you know, mm-hmm. they're actually pledging a fairly good amount each yes. you know, like the average donation seems to be pretty big so you should all go and check it out if you yes. pledge £30 or more you get a ticket to the book launch as mm-hmm. well so yeah, but, go do it but there are also rewards for you if you're still waiting for payday so you can pledge from about £5 and you can get things yeah. like Dogland patterns yep and things like that as well so there is absolutely something for everybody right mm-hmm. up to i think it was 500 pounds and yep. having a tour of glasgow with carrie yes a weekend in glasgow yes so go forth pledge Aha. pips gesturing out of the window you can't see it but yeah <laughs> go pledge yes and huge congratulations to carrie we can't think Massive. of anyone who deserves this success more than she does and we're super excited to get the book I know it's nearly a year away but still super excited to get the book it's going to be amazing Mm -hmm. and if I I trust anyone to produce a glorious book it's going to be Carrie so Mm -hmm. I think we're in for a treat absolutely that brings us pretty much to the end of this podcast yeah so I hope you've enjoyed hearing about Indieboro Yarn Crawl and listening to us ramble about our you know knitting and things like that yep if you want more information or you want to see some fantastic pictures of us modelling our least recent finished items, mm-hmm. do check out the show notes and things on the blog. We've also been posting up reviews of yarn and a few other things, so keep an eye out for that. Yeah, it's fantastic to hear you guys listening again, and we'll keep you updated with the next yes. post. Um, it might be a couple of months, simply because I'm going on holiday in a few weeks, for two weeks, and then I'm moving house. Yeah. So, you know, the next time you hear, we might be in a completely new location yep. and it might be a couple of months, but we'll do our best. You be. never know. Yeah. We will still be updating the blog. And if you guys have any suggestions for us in terms of what to drink, what to knit, what to go smush, any interesting knitting books that we should look at. Yep, we will happily do it. So either give us a message at the end of the podcast or use the contact form on the blog. You can even tweet to us at Tipsy Knits as well. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Happy listening.